Well, hello again to the Living with Power Hope podcast. My name is Lena Abjamra and I am your host. Always happy to have you back with us. Always tackling difficult topics about life, faith, and culture. Listen, it's a joy to be here. It is uh, uh, just a great honor that you trust me to show back up and that you've subscribed to this podcast. If you haven't yet, do it now. And I hope you're having a great season in life right now. And if you're not, don't worry. God's going to get you through it. Hey, if you've got questions for the Dear Lena podcast, send them to dearlena at livingwithpower.org. In the meantime, remember that we um, uh, run a ministry called Living With Power Ministries that aims at delivering or giving you biblical uh, truth for everyday life. We're found at livingwithpower.org. And I'd love for you to download the app or to just check out our site and find all kinds of things that will encourage you in your walk with Christ. Uh, Hey, this uh, podcast tackles all sorts of questions. And I got this question sent to me. Um, that has been an ongoing saga in our country, so we're going to hit a little bit more politics today, and that's okay. I don't love to talk about religion and politics, but it seems that's all I talk about on this podcast, and that's okay, because that's what is on people's minds right now. So what we want to do is talk about it from a biblical perspective. So let's do that. The question that was sent to me is, Dear Lena, what are your thoughts on Christian nationalism, and how does it differ from patriotism? nationalism versus patriotism. We'll get into what these mean. Right away, you hear these words and there's probably a tide of something rising up in you, either a hatred for towards Christian nationalists or an absolute allegiance to it. And maybe right away you're like, you know, identify certain political parties and certain ideologies. You don't even need to hear more of this podcast. You've already concluded, um, you know, whether one is better than the other and et cetera, et cetera. Well, let, let's start, let's try to slow ourselves down. I, I tend to want to reach quick conclusions in my life too, but let's sort of back up a little bit. This is like the doctor who goes into the room who's already decided on what the diagnosis is. Uh, That's a mistake. That'll always lead you in trouble. What I've learned in the ER is, although I want to diagnose people from the doorway, which is is a common thing that is, it's like a game, you know, you try to figure out what a person has by the way they walk into the ER. But rather than doing that, I think it's a much better um, technique to hear the facts and get to be familiar with the issues at hand and then come to the diagnosis after that. So let, let's, let's do that. So I'm going to give you three points as I always do. Number one, uh, when it comes to Christian nationalism and patriotism, um, I'm going to differentiate the two because I think um, patriotism is good and Christian nationalism is dangerous. And here's why I think that. Number one, while patriotism recognizes that our citizenship is in heaven, Christian nationalism generally wants to make heaven of our citizenship. Let me read that again or say it again. While patriotism recognizes that our citizenship is in heaven, nationalism wants to make heaven of our citizenship. Now, you don't have to be an American to struggle with nationalism. That happens. I grew up in Lebanon, and I guarantee you there are people in the Arab world who make um, they have their own version of nationalism. It can be Islamic nationalism. It can be a specific country nationalism. And of course, over there, you've got the, the big fights between the, all the different factions. And so this has, has, has been a trend before it has become a trend here in the United States. Uh, so I know a little bit about it just growing up in that setting. And of course, coming here and watching the last few years, I've been in the United States since 87. I was 15 at the time. I'm, I'm a middle-aged person now. And I've certainly seen the range of, of things um, in the United States and feelings on these topics. But, but, but the observation is that a patriot loves country. That's not wrong. A patriot loves country. But, and, and specifically, by the way, I want to talk about in the context of Christianity. But a Christian patriot recognizes that this is not our home. We are citizens of heaven. Paul, several times in his writing, talks about that. And, 
and, and, and when patriotism becomes idolatrous, it takes on the form of Christian nationalism. That's the connection between the two. You might start off a patriot, but when it becomes the end all and all of your focus and life, and if, if, if things don't go your way politically, and if, if you don't see the outcomes in an election that you want, and if that ruins your not just your day, but your life, then you are bordering on idolatry. And that takes on the form of Christian nationalism. And that's where one has to be very careful. And so rather than enjoying the gifts of living in a free country and what God has given us in this country, now, listen, there's a time to fight for those freedoms, but there's a way to fight for those freedoms. But, but there's a recognition in a Christian who's a patriot that our citizenship ultimately is in heaven, whereas a Christian nationalist wants to make heaven of our citizenship. It becomes that's the focal point of your life, more important than God, more important than his word, more important than other Christians who are in other countries who might um, have different ideologies on different things, but maybe closer to you, and we'll get to that in a second, closer to you uh, from a perspective of, of, of focus and values and eternity than even your common you know, next-door neighbor who might be from the same country as you. So patriotism recognizes that our identity is first as a Christian and then as an American and not the other way around. A nationalist might, first, might see themselves first as an American and then as a Christian, whereas a patriot sees themselves first as a Christian and then as an American. And again, I'm focused on Christian patriotism. I understand that if you can be a patriot and not be a Christian, that might not be your identity as a Christian. By the way, that debate about identity, that's worth another dear Lena, but that, that applies to many aspects of our Christian life, if you think about it. Uh, we think about people now struggling with same-sex identities and and issues of gender identities. And the question always goes back to, do you see yourself first as a Christian or do you see yourself first as whatever your sexual identity is? You can apply that also in other arenas, like um, in your race. Do you see yourself first as, a, as somebody who is black or white or do you see yourself first as a Christian? Yeah, and again, you can take that to ethnic diversity. I'm Lebanese. I see myself first as a Christian or, or first as a Lebanese. And, and, and the answer ought to be first as a Christian. And I don't mean it in the sense of Christian as in I go to this church or that church. I mean Christian as in a follower of Jesus who has embraced the ideologies of Jesus, who has embraced the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross for my sin, who's, who identifies that Christ now lives in me, Galatians 2.20, I'm dead to self, I'm no longer alive to self, now Christ lives in me. So a, a Christian patriot recognizes that our identity is first as a Christian and then as an American and not the other way around. And Christian patriotism understands that America is not a replacement for the church. Um, there's a you know, you can, you can read the Bible and, and this, this, you know, in, in the arguments, when people get in arguments about dispensationalism and whether Israel is the God's chosen people, is that the modern day nation, is it the people of God that have been replaced by the church? Well, Christian nationalists believe that America is the end all of Christ's prophecies and, and the end of the world. And ironically, there are many who would tell you that actually the U.S. is not part of, if you read Revelation and look at the prophecies, the U.S. doesn't even, there's no mention of the U.S. There's mention of China, there's mention of the Middle East, maybe even my poor little country of Lebanon, but not of the U.S. Now, I'm not a biblical prophet of the sense of understanding end-time prophecies, but uh, I think it's it's food for thought. Do you, a, a patriot understands that America is not a replacement for the church. God has chosen his church, and those who believe in, in Christ and have given their life to him and understand that he has paid the price for our sins, we become members of the body of Christ, the church, and there are there's a, uh, a storyline in the Bible that assures us that the church is the bride of Christ, that someday we will be redeemed eternally, and that we will spend eternally with him in a new heaven and a new earth. And I don't know exactly what that looks like, but it's, it ain't going to be America. 
America, and I can tell you that. And so with all respect to those who, again, even a patriot still can love their country but can understand some of this biblical language without being offended or upset and say, well, she doesn't know what she's talking about because she's Lebanese. No, I've been in the U.S. now 35-some years. I can't do math real good, but enough to know that... um, I can understand this and and encourage you to think through this in a biblical lens. So big point number one, while patriotism recognizes that our citizenship is in heaven, Christian nationalism wants to make heaven of our citizenship. Now here's point number two, while patriotism grows out of a sense of gratitude, Christian nationalism grows out of a sense of entitlement. I think that this is essential to understand. A Christian patriot or a patriot in general grows out of a sense of gratitude. There's an understanding that God has allowed us to live. I mean, again, coming from another country that was war-torn when we moved and is now in a disaster. Lebanon is living through an economic disaster, a political disaster. It's horrible, the Lebanese country. So I can see with such gratitude the gift of this country. That's patriotism. I don't care if you were born in China and moved to the U.S. I don't care if you were born in the United States for, for 10 generations now. Listen, a patriot has a sense of gratitude. We understand that what what those who have fought in the army, in the Air Force, in the Marines, in the Navy, what they've done to earn our freedom. We can see, you know, the history of, of the, go back all the way to the Constitution that was set up, our forefathers. There is a sense of gratitude that wells up in us. You hear, myself, I'm a naturalized citizen. Oh my goodness, July 4th. I love it. I love it. I don't even like fireworks, but I love July 4th. And I love this. I remember going to the courts and taking the you know the test to become a citizen and then we just put our hands on our hearts and do the pledge of allegiance and there's a patriotism that grows out of a sense of deep gratitude for a price that was paid for our freedom in this country and that is a good thing whereas christian nationalism grows out of a sense of entitlement and there's a sense of i'm better than everybody else and and god you everybody owes us and 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 we're going to go back to being whatever definition of greatness that you have and so patriotism honors god first is grateful for country and nation and seeks justice for all, whereas nationalism carries a false sense of superiority. It is a false sense of superiority. Listen, I, I mean, I remember reading books about the Cold War and watching movies about the Cold War and this, we are better than Russia language. Listen, America's always been the greatest country in the world. That's why everyone outside of the United States wants to come here. Don't let anyone fool you. That is the dream. The American dream continues. And I can tell you as an immigrant, it is true. We didn't want to move to China. We want to move to the United States of America. And there are lines of people who would die to come here now. And listen, that doesn't, nationalism carries a false sense of superiority. That is that doesn't mean, I mean, just because you're a great nation, America is a great nation, it's not a sense of superiority. In fact, the, the beauty of America is that there has been a humility and a Christian love for others. And so we're not exclusive in the sense of culture or have a skewed version of history, which is often what nationalism does. And so patriotism, deep sense of gratitude, nationalism, a sense of entitlement. And be careful with that. And even though, yes, our country was built on Christian principles, and listen, it is our delight to continue to be lights in a culture. Not everyone in the U.S. was saved back in, you know, 19, I'm sorry, 1676. I mean, this has been something that has always been the case that, that True followers of Jesus have been the minority. Granted, there have been seasons where our culture may have been more Christian friendly, but that's okay. We know, looking at scripture, that as we get closer to the end times, as we get closer to the return of Jesus, every part of this globe is going to be further from what is truth, further from wanting Christ. There will be greater persecution. There will be greater tensions. We understand and know that. And so it should come as no surprise that now this is happening in our country as well. That doesn't mean you stop being a patriot. That doesn't mean you stop fighting for truth. 
truth that, in fact, I have friends now who are running for office and I will vote for them because they stand for biblical truth. And listen, that is where our strength is by going back to those things that matter and finding them in a way that is right and true and honoring unto God and not a sense of entitlement, but a sense of gratitude that moves us to want to show what justice is and how to run things within, in a way that is pleasing to God and honoring of those who don't agree with us. You don't have to agree with everybody in order to love them. And that has always been the beauty of this country. So big point number three, I'm off my soapbox, don't worry. While patriotism is unafraid to speak up the truth for others, Christian nationalism forces down the truth on others. I think this is an incredibly important point. While patriotism, this is Christian patriotism again, is unafraid to speak up the truth for others. So if you're a Christian patriot, speak the truth. Don't be afraid. People need to hear the truth. So this whole cancel culture, I mean, eh, put it in a box and forget it. Like, like if anything, I feel convicted because I've canceled people I don't agree with. But by and large, that shouldn't be a reason for us not to speak the truth. Like we've got to be bold in Christ. There's a time to speak the truth for others. But here's the difference. A Christian nationalist moves past speaking the truth in love for others and now they move into the stance of forcing down the truth on others. You will never bring revival by forcing down the Christian way on others. It just doesn't work this way. The only way revival will happen in our country is God to show up and change hearts and remove the veil from people's eyes for them to see the love of Christ even when we don't agree with the other people's stances. This is critical. So patriotism understands that we are closer to our believing brothers and sisters in other countries than our chosen unbelieving compatriots, all right? If you're a, if you're a patriot you, and you're a Christian, you can still value people in your country, but you understand and biblically acknowledge that a Russian believer is closer to who I am DNA-wise, spiritual DNA-wise. I am closer to a Russian believer or an ex-Muslim now follower of Jesus, Syrian believer, or a Chinese believer than I am my next-door neighbor in, I can't think of a small town, Iowa, wherever, Tennessee. I mean, wherever you live, you are closer in spiritual DNA with somebody from Europe who is a follower of Jesus Christ and you are your next door neighbor who eats at your local Taco Bell every week. All right, that wasn't a Taco Bell, probably wasn't my best. Maybe Cracker Barrel is what I meant to say. Anyway, you get it. All right, let me, let me wrap things up. Nationalists, uh, last point here, last sub point here. Nationalists, Christian nationalists are willing to hurt others in order to achieve power and feel more deeply connected with those like them than with other believers who might not fully agree with them. All right, this is, this is such an important point. Not every follower of Jesus is always going to agree on everything. You might have two followers of Jesus, one a Democrat, one a Republican. I'm not, I can't get into this right now in the sense you might say, well, how can you be a follower of Jesus and be a Democrat and vote for abortion and vote for, I, I'm not, that's another debate for another day. I'm just saying nationalism, a Christian nationalist is willing to hurt others in order to achieve power and feels more deeply connected with someone else who agrees with them, who is like them, than with a brother and sister in Christ who might not fully agree with them. And I think this is a, a convicting stance. And I think all of us need to search our hearts, ask God, God, search my heart and show me, am I, am I, have I, have, do I have tendencies of this, of this kind of, of legalistic, nationalistic, um, it's my way or the highway, this country better go back to its biblical forefathers, or are we loving listening, fighting for truth, yes, speaking up for truth, unafraid, yes, yes, but re remembering that ultimately our citizenship is in heaven, Jesus is our king, and our eternity is not here in the United States of America. 
Am I happy and proud to be an American? You better believe it. I don't care that I was born in another country. I see myself as an American. I love this country and I will do so till I die. No one can stop that. But I love Jesus more. And I think this is the place, a good place for me to end this. So those are my thoughts on Christian nationalism and patriotism. I hope you are a patriot and uh, uh, I hope you are a follower of Jesus. And so if you have any more questions on politics or religion or culture, I would love to hear from you. Send me your questions at dearlina at livingwithpower.org. If you just want to comment or vent or yell at me, you can send me a, com- a comment too. I'll try to answer. and uh, Or I'll delete if it's really mad. No, I'm just teasing. It was a joke. No cancel culture here. You can send me anything. Uh, also, share this podcast with others. Uh, I'm sure they would appreciate it. Uh, or not. But anyway, I uh, love you guys. I really do. Uh, I know these are tough topics. I uh, give you my best thoughts on it. And whatever it is that, you know, however we approach these topics, I want them to be biblical. I want us to think through things from a biblical lens. And so, uh, you know, if you feel like you need to challenge me on some things, uh, I welcome it. Uh, In the meantime, have a great day. Remember that Jesus is our king and let that dictate how you think, how you act today, how you treat those who you don't agree with. Uh, If you want to join me for online Bible study where I teach live on Facebook, then simply go to livingwithpower.org. There's a blue box at the top of the page that says join our community. Click on it. And I'd love to see you Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Otherwise, I'll see you back next week. Have a great day.